Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello and welcome to Saturday's TalkSport Daily Podcast. I'm John Jackson and coming up on today's show, 10-man Spurs beat Forrest. Kulusevski shot, Kulusevski scores. Mikel Arteta escapes a ban. I felt a lot of sympathy, to be fair. And the inaugural TalkSport darts champion is crowned. Looks down towards the bottom of the board. No! We'll start with our exclusive Premier League action at the City Ground, where Tottenham beat Nottingham Forest 2-0 despite playing with 10 men for the last 28 minutes of the match. Here's how it sounded live on TalkSport with Hugh Wisencroft, Adam Bridge and Stuart Pearce. Kudusevsky with Charleston! All it takes is one moment of quality and with Charleston on his 50th appearance for Spurs has scored from inside the six-yard area. What a delivery from Kulusevski. Wide on the right-hand side, drilled into the penalty area. Richarlison up, and on stoppage time, at the end of the first half, Spurs have got the advantage. It's Forest nil, Spurs won. Yeah, that little bit of quality, ball out wide, and a wonderful ball into the box. And you thought for all intents and purposes, the goalkeeper should have been maybe more advanced off his line to come and receive it, but a brave header from Richelson. Oh, that's poor from Turner. Clearance to Kulusevski inside the penalty area on his right foot. Kulusevski shot. Kulusevski scores. Calm as you like. And it's another error from Forrest. And it's another goal for Spurs. And this time it's Kulusevski through the hands of Turner. Kulusevski with a goal. And it's Forrest nil, Spurs 2. Oh, that's a poor Ooh, challenge. Has been he, there. he could be on his way. Well, I'll tell you what. The challenge on Yates. This one happened that's in the a lead set, up that's to a joke. Basuma's about to go. There's no doubt about it. The challenge on Yates. It studs on the knee of Yates. As I say, there's an element of cowardice there. He's too scared of getting hurt himself. He's dangled a leg and he's got, he's got a red card for that. And that was a really poor challenge and he deserves to go exactly where he is. And it's a third straight defeat at home for Nottingham Forest. And it's back-to-back wins for Spurs, who maybe, having led that table back in November, maybe they are back en route to challenge for those top places in the Premier League. A tough night for Steve Cooper to take. His team battled hard, but lacked the quality to break Spurs down in the end. And who knows what the future will hold for Steve Cooper. There aren't too many managers here who lose three home games in a row and continue to survive. 
so Spurs stay fifth in the Premier League table they move to 33 points level with Manchester City in fourth having played a game more back-to-back wins for them after that run of five without victory they'll host Everton next Saturday the 23rd Forest stay 16th they're five points above the relegation zone it is now one win in 13 league games for them and if Steve Cooper is still in charge it could be a defining fixture at home to Bournemouth next Saturday as well Stuart Pearce alongside me good night's work for Tottenham Hotspur yeah it was not an easy place to come it was a physical encounter for them they had, they were the team with a more quality Forest were dogged they, they, they were tireless in their endeavour lacked a bit of quality though but when the real cutting edge come and they had a helping hand from Forest goalkeeper Turner the quality was on Tottenham's side and a great victory for them after the match, both managers Ange Postacoglu and Steve Cooper spoke to Talk Sports. We had to obviously work hard for it. It's not an easy place to come to, and you know they're obviously desperate for, for points here. And um, you know they test you in ways that you know you don't get tested every week. A lot of you know, long throws in the box, and you have to deal with a lot of physicality in there. But um, I thought for the most part we handled it really well. We still played some decent football at times, created some good chances. As you said, took our chances. After that poor run of no winning five, of it's back-to-back wins. D- does it feel like, as a group, you've turned a corner? No, not really, because I don't think we were. You know, the results obviously weren't there, but I don't think it was. We were too far off with our performances. There was a couple of little things, and obviously, you know, we, we had a hell of a lot of injuries through that time. So you kind of know that. Well, if we maintain our belief, we'll, you know, the, the results will turn around. Uh, <coughs> obviously, we lose another couple of players uh, today, so it's it's going to be that sort of period for us. We just got to keep our heads down and keep going I was going to say when you're in an injury crisis probably the last thing you need is, is one of your players being sent off for that kind of challenge isn't it yeah it's disappointing but um, you know I think it was you know, I don't think there was any malicious in it I think it was just you know, desperation to try and win the ball back and um, yeah, unfortunately um, you know, he misses out the performance of Dejan Kulisevsky tonight can you sum that up for us yeah it was great he's been great all year to be fair he's played you know, multiple positions for us and um, yeah, he started off in the middle today and he started off really well. Um, yeah, it was causing them problems and then obviously with Brennan going off, he had to go back wide and we know what he can do out there. He's and he's really improving all the time. He's taking on board. You know, we've been really strong on him becoming more of a goal threat and you know, you can see now that he's he's taken that on board and he's added that to his game. Just a quick word on the opposition tonight. They made life difficult for you. Obviously Steve Cooper's under a, a certain amount of pressure. Um as another manager, do you do you feel when that pressure's been placed on, on, on one of your counterparts at the opposition team? Yeah, I mean, but we're all under it. So, you know, that's, uh, we all, uh, I'm sure Coops realises that. We all realise that. It's a results-orientated business. Uh, could have been me a couple of weeks ago. So, you know, he'll, he'll fight his way through it. He's a, he's a top manager and I'm sure he'll get through it. Well, it's a, it's a loss and I think that's, you always have to own up to, to, to a, a result. Being a defeat is always one of disappointment. So, so let's, let's, that will always write the narrative. In terms of the how the game went, I think that, um, we wanted to play compact. We wanted to close the pitch off against Spurs. I think if you if you open it up, then you can see the damage that they've done. Look at the last game against Newcastle, where they scored four and and you know could have scored more than that. I say that obviously respectfully. Um, you know we're not at a stage where we can we can go like that against a team like Spurs. And um, and in general, we Son had a chance early on. Yes, 
but in general we've defended well first half apart from the goal and that's an easy thing to say but it's the one time where we've not doubled up on the sides we've let a ball of quality come into the box too easy and, um, and we've not marked in the box and and for, for all of the first half that's something that we did really well and something we've done a lot of work on in, in, in the week the second goal is obviously a killer really in terms of momentum the timing the, how we conceded it it's just not something you can do at any level and that sort of killed it really and uh, but we kept going you know there's no no complaints of desire togetherness and support for each other I have to ask I know it's a question you hate does it just increase the pressure a little bit more for you the fans we saw tonight yeah. are, are behind you 110 percent who knows I don't, you know, I, don't if, I don't know what pressure I'm under you know so and I don't think about it because the moment I start thinking about it I think it's counterproductive to concentrating on your job concentrating on your work it's out of my control now, Arsenal manager Mikel Arteta has avoided punishment for his criticism of the officiating during his side's 1-0 defeat to Newcastle last month. We'll hear from Arteta in a moment, but first, here's Sam Matterface and former Arsenal defender Martin Keown discussing the story on TalkSports. Basically, got off because his KC successfully argued that the words he used in his rant did not breach the threshold of language to be deemed either personally offensive implicate bias, question the integrity or say anything insulting or abusive. And the FA had to accept this Mm -hmm. because of precedence in cases with Jose Mourinho, Neymar and Frank Lampard that they'd previously bought, both cited in this case, uh, that criticism of and discussion of match-changing decisions must be allowed as long it was within certain limits. And I think it was. And the reason they took this into consideration was because just a month before this incident, the Premier League themselves had put their hands up and acknowledged that they too believed that there were flaws and weaknesses in the VR processes. And the way that Arteta spoke, he didn't pick out any individuals. He concentrated on the processes. He didn't speak about an individual individual decision. He talked about outcomes he doesn't mention any official it wasn't deemed personal so that's why he didn't breach a rule but morally was it the right decision well i think you're slightly misguided there a little bit because <laughs> because i believe that it was it was all the around the connotation of the meaning of the word disgracia so disgracia in in spanish means something different to what it means in english in english it's a disrespectful word to use okay and it's very damning but but in Spain it doesn't mean that it doesn't mean that. What it, the two what are the two definitions then? Well, let's just look through then connotations in Spanish. The so language doesn't. It, it's a misfortune. It's a tragedy. It's it's bad luck. Okay. But but in an English connotation, it's like it's much more damning. It's uh, it's contempt. It's uh, dishonourable. It's disrespectful. Mm. So I think actually it. it they feel that it was lost in, in translation and that he used that, you know, he didn't quite know the meaning of the word he was using. But that's not true because at the bottom of page six, which you didn't read, yes, I it know says what you're say. this. That, Mikel Arteta... There was a miscommunication between Arteta and the manager and, and the club. So, But that's because when he went to the panel, he actually said to the panel that he was not suggesting when he used the word disgrace in the interviews that he had in fact been intending to use the word disgracia or at least... The, use a word which carried with it connotations of misfortune, tragedy or bad luck, rather than the connotations of abuse or insult. He actually explained he had intended to use the English word disgrace, he had complete knowledge of the English word disgrace, and that any suggestion to the contrary in the letter was 
a result of miscommunication between him and Arsenal, who prepared the letter. So actually, and the there, initial and there, letter... And maybe there lies the problem, there, no? It, miscommunication? Not at all. The, the whole thing is just... This whole disgrace thing is irrelevant. It's nothing to do with that. It's to do with the fact that the independent panel looked at his words and thought that he didn't stray over the line, the threshold, to be abusive. And I think they're right. I think it was a really good process, really well-run process. I think it gave the opportunity to them to explain how they felt, myself, how I felt as well, and the reasons um, behind it. And, uh, okay, the outcome is that uh, I'm not charged. But I think we have to draw a line as well and um, and look for how we can be much more constructive and learn from it and, and move forward. That's it. But um, it was good. I felt a lot of sympathy, to be fair. Once I explain as well how we feel sometimes as managers, the pressure that we are under and how much, how important details are for our job. Because I love what I do so much and I want to continue doing it. But the reality last year was that 40 managers lost their jobs, which is incredible. And we depend on results, that's it. So when the outcome at the end is that important, we get really emotional about it because now nobody remembers what happens Three weeks ago, when you lost a game, you lost another one because of a different reason. So um, I think it was a really good process. It's another massive game day, and Newcastle hosts Fulham this afternoon. Kickoffs at 3 pm, and there's live exclusive commentary on Talksport 2. Toon boss Eddie Howe says his side need to turn their midweek Champions League pain into motivation for the match. Yeah, I think it's going to be a big test of our ability to respond our resilience it's going to be a big test for us because I think there'll be a a narrative that will be negative and we have to override that and it can become more negative if you don't respond in the right way so we're trying to brief the players on what we need to do next brilliant group as I've said many times Um, I think by the time the game kicks off we'll be ready for it the 2024 PDC World Darts Championship got underway yesterday. You can hear the whole thing live on TalkSport 2 over the festive period. And to mark its return, we held our very own darts tournament here on TalkSport with Dean, the storyteller Saunders, taking the crown. Dino from Wales, the 26. Neil Ruddock not egging it at all. 26 required. 13 got another 13 will win it. He hits six, he needs seven for the TalkSport world title, Dean Saunders. Looks down towards the bottom of the board. And hits seven! We have our first TalkSport world champion! And it's the storyteller, Dean Saunders, who has triumphed the pre-tournament favourite. To be fair, he was here at six o'clock this morning practising before anybody else, but it's paid off because he is the champion, Dean Saunders. You don't see Andy Murray turning up at Wimbledon and start playing without practicing, do you? Start serving. You've got, a, as Bobby Gould said to me years ago, the five P's. Proper preparation prevents poor performance. Yep. So I'm prepared. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. 
In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. And there's just enough time to hear day 16 of TalkSport's Advent Calendar, where we reveal a classic clip from this year on the TalkSport Network. Here's today's. Hello. It's time for today's TalkSport Advent Calendar. It's day 16, and here is Ali McCoist telling an interesting story about the time he played golf with Gaza and Chris Evans. I'll tell you a story. I played with him at the nine-hole course round at the hotel. Nine-hole course? Yeah, round at the hotel with, with Gascoigne, right? Oh. And I'm going to tell you no further than the loser of the hole had to play the next hole naked. <laughs> and Chris? <laughs> Some of the best golf I've played in a long, long time, I have to tell <laughs> So who lost? Gascoigne. He did me. He did so. I can still see him walking up to the sixth green, completely he naked, did. completely naked in a pair of foot joys. Not a sight to behold, guys. I can inform you, not a sight to behold. That was the TalkSport Advent Calendar. You can watch the full clip on the TalkSport YouTube channel. That's it for today's podcast. Remember, you can hear exclusive commentary of Newcastle against Fulham live on TalkSport 2 this afternoon from 3pm. There's also Ipswich versus Norwich in the East Anglia Derby, exclusive from 12.30. There'll be another one of these TalkSport daily podcasts out first thing tomorrow morning. Until then, stay safe, everyone. Stay safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. 
That's stamps.com code program.